Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Welcome to the Worm Topia podcast. We're back. Better than ever. Better than ever. We took a week off, but we're back. We're hitting hard. Hasn't it been like a week? Like every other week? Actually, like eight months. Like eight, nine months. It's been a good year. We recorded this uh, two years ago, so if we say anything, that's <laughs> this no is 20, politically this is in correct. This 2019. Yeah, hope, hopefully nothing's bad happened. <laughs> yeah, hopefully nothing, hopefully no, like, type of, um... Virus gets out. Yeah. That's, hopefully Kanye uh, doesn't run. Like, and, like, like, Dude, if one of us got a virus, I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh any second now. I'm gonna laugh any second now. Any second now? It's almost there. It's, it's almost there. Are you ready? <laughs> you ready? Oh, you missed it. You missed it. God damn. Okay, so I'm Emmanuel, and Lucas say hi. <clears throat> and the guy who cleans the casting couch. <laughs> Come on, McAllister. Hello. I'm Hello. I like how Luca just coughed. He's like, <laughs> like that's all the recognition he did that he was like. My voice. <clears throat> oh, is that your so JGL impression? <laughs> This is what I, hello, I'm a Joe Gordon, love it. Okay, just, anyway, the episode we're doing, the episode we're doing this week is kids' movies. We each chose our, our favorite kid movie, or our most, like, influential kids' movie. Mm-hmm. I'd say family movie. So bring your, bring your, family, bring your family. this is the yeah, clean episode. it's called this a is the, family movie. This is, this is the PG episode, you can bring your kids. Listen with your kids in the car on the way to school. Oh wait, you can't because oh wait, <laughs> oh wait, a virus. It's like jokes on you. We're actually in twenty twenty. We, we caught you the, the whole time. time. Yeah. So bring your kids. You know, let them listen to our great conversation about movies. Starting off, don't, one, we don't ruin their, their their movies for them. <laughs> Are we though? Our first film, Irreversible. Our, our, our what? <laughs> our first film is Irreversible. That's that's Lucas. That's your recommendation, right? Yeah. Lucas, my recommendation is it follows. Lucas is irreversible, and Callum is Callum's is uh, Carrie. Carrie's like not that bad. <laughs> okay, wait. So, oh, my real recommendation is the Lego Movie, directed by um, Phil Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, based on the um, uh, the little known brand of Lego. The little known and those two people, if I remember correctly, are the geniuses behind the show Clone High. <laughs> the best thing that happened to cable TV since uh, Clone High. Cable guy. What is this? It's cable guy. <laughs> okay, my movie um, is the legendary Paddington Two. Legendary uh, seems like a bit of a strong word. Directed by. Steven Hillenberg? No. Nope. <laughs> Wrong one. Okay, Colin, what's your movie? He, 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 like you're stalling the whole thing right now. You get this going? Oh, God. Okay. Um, my film is the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, the original one, directed by uh, Paul King. <laughs> That's really how funny. Is, how is... How is this the only... This guy's directed Paddington 1 and 2 and, like, nothing else. Is there a problem with that? Do you have an issue? I don't no. see a problem with that. I don't There's no problem. Wrong with no that. problem I'm being either. serious right now. If you have, if this, you have a this, problem... This is how the whole episode's gonna go, just so you know. If you have a problem look, like, with trying, that, like, maybe you don't want to bring your like, kids. If you, yeah, this is gonna be a tense episode. 
I will show you what pain is. <laughs> okay, that's, that's cool. This will be, there, the, this, this, this be an educational experience. <laughs> Why did you do a documentary called Ben Carson? Listen, okay, give me this first movie. Let's go. Callum, you're stalling yet again. This is like... Okay, yeah, sorry. We haven't explained oh, the concept yeah. of the podcast or anything. Callum, explain yeah, the, the we concept. We haven't explained anything. Okay, so the main concept of the podcast is that each week we come here and we recommend a movie to each other. We all watch the movies and we talk about them. It's very creative, as you probably know. And you're probably realizing as you're like, as your eyes widen and you're... You're like your head starts to shake by how good the idea is. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be clear. Let me be clear. This is a good idea for the podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. First up, Callum. First, ben Carson. First film, Carson. First film, ben Carson, directed by Paul King, which has nothing written about it anywhere. Okay. Actually, the first film we're doing is SpongeBob SquarePants movie. This is my recommendation. So it was released in 2004, 2003. In some places, four, some places, three. Um, It's like a, it's the SpongeBob movie. I'm sure most of you had seen it if you, if you have a heart, if you have a soul, or if you were around our age. Mm -hmm. Um, This movie is kind of at the end of like this is this is the movie that was originally supposed to be the end of SpongeBob. This is the one that was like they want to go out on this note and then just right off into the sunset. Yeah, but then Nickelodeon is like, we'll give you like a billion dollars or something insane. Where is it? How much money does SpongeBob actually make? Because some it's some insane number. Well, a it, lot of money. It is SpongeBob. <laughs> I looked at how much money does SpongeBob make, and the first recommended thing was how much money does SpongeBob have? <laughs> <laughs> and it's all about like a lot because he's the manager. Oh shit! Spoilers. Sorry guys. But then, but then, no, but then. But then they, then this like the, the first episode back has like, grown to nearly eight billion dollar a year property for Nickelodeon. That's not surprising. It's SpongeBob. I'm not. It's not surprising, but it's still a lot of money. Don't be like, oh yeah, eight billion dollars. Eight million schmackaroos. Yeah, like what the fuck so, are you yeah, guys talking movie, about? Pocket change. <laughs> so this movie was the end of Steven Hillenburg, the director. This was the end of his like run as showrunner. I think he helped out here and there, and he came back for a few of the later episodes, actually, before he passed away. Bit of a shame, bit of a down note. But um, this movie was like the, in a sense, it's considered kind of like the peak of the show. The first three seasons are the most like critically acclaimed and like remembered ones. All the ones you've probably seen memes and stuff like that are from those seasons. But anyway, this is a pretty good movie. <laughs> yeah, but what happens in the movie? Patrick Simp. So... <laughs> Patrick Simp. <laughs> That's actually the whole plot, yeah. It's the main movie. It's it's a it's an action movie where Plankton does another one of his schemes to like get the Krabby Patty secret formula, except this time it's to rule the entire world. So he steals King Neptune's crown, a character who's never been introduced before for some reason. And then he like frames Mr. Krabs. And then SpongeBob and Patrick have to go on this whole adventure to get the crown back to save the town because plankton is mind controlling everyone yeah it's, it's a, a very soft premise yeah it's a, it's a simple move the the okay, goal of the movie isn't like really to have like a movie. complex plot yeah anyway so yeah um, I, 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 I like this movie i am uh i watched it before when i was younger i think it was just on tv or something like that and i don't know i it, it didn't really stick with me but having watched it again now I really like this movie. And I think it's like 
I don't know. It really remind it really reminds me of like the whole. I haven't watched SpongeBob in a really long time, so it just reminds me of the whole show. And like, I just got a bunch of nostalgia for it. And I love the animation and like all the backgrounds are so cool. They remind me a lot of like uh, old Looney Tunes backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. I just I really like the animation and I really like. I just like how energetic the show is, but it's still not it's still not very complicated. If that makes sense. A lot of new animated movies get bogged down in like a lot of shit happening and just like gag after gag. But this movie has like five really good gags and then it just kind of like repeats them and changes them up in different ways. And it's not too like much because I found when I watch a lot of kids movies, it's just over. It's just like stimulation. It's just like constant stuff happening. Whereas this is like there's a bunch of there's like five, six main characters and they all have like their thing. And then they do their thing and it's like just good. It's just a really good kids movie. Yeah, for me, um, one of the things that I like the most about this movie is even though I'm like marginally more mature from when I watched it the first time, this movie is so funny. This yeah, is one of the so funniest funny. movies I've seen. Because for me, I, I'm not sure how much of it is like nostalgia for SpongeBob. Because for me, I watched a ton of SpongeBob as a kid. It's probably like the show I liked the most as a child. So I found this show, like, this This is very similar to the show, obviously, because it's, like, right when they were making it. But for me personally, I thought this is, like, one of the funniest movies I've seen, unironically. This is a hilarious movie. No, There's it's so, it's so funny. It. It's really good. Luke, what, do you, what do you have to say? What say you? What, <laughs> yeah. what say you, Ben? <laughs> um, yeah, it's good. I, this is, like, this is something I pretty much have the whole movie ingrained like ingrained in my head because i would i would actually watch it on repeat when i was a kid so i know like i know the exact like sequence of events between like each scene and all like all that so in fact i I probably know it so well enough i didn't even have to rewatch it but i did and yeah jokes still hold up um I, I, i definitely i didn't i don't like love it as much as you guys do but i still really appreciate it and i still think it definitely holds up, and it's still pretty funny, and it just like like a all around good time. Yeah, definitely. I really I think the the highlight of this movie is just like um, because uh, it's so simple, just SpongeBob's arc, where he's like has to like like the whole thing of he has to learn how to be like a man, quote unquote, and then he has to like learn how to be like work hard and have confidence and not be scared and all this stuff. And then like, I really liked, I kind of like with a lot of kids movies, I guess the beats, like I guess the beats before they happen because I know like the formula or whatever. But even when I was guessing the beats, like the thing about like the mustache, <laughs> I, it's still like, I don't know. It's still like resonated with me. Like the idea that it was, even if he has like, even if the mustache wasn't real, he was still doing all the things that like, the the that he he should do that like um he's confident and he's no longer scared and even if he is mm-hmm. scared he like still tries and everything like that and I, I don't know i just found it really wholesome his whole arc and it was nice and simple and it's also connected to patrick's arc as well yeah which i think is just i think i like how i liked how simple it was and like how how to the point it was but still being like smart in all the little things that were going on and it was still like all the gags and jokes were related to like what was actually happening so like 
there was the there's that joke about well the mustache and then there's the joke about like the bubbles and all that stuff and it's about them being kids but they still like even though they are kids they still find a way to like i don't know be triumphant in the end you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah one of the things i find like the most like the most this that stands out the most for this is is the comedy obviously but, like the way in which it's done like the timing of it is so good like the mm-hmm. the delivery, the performance in this movie are a lot are very good. I know we usually mm-hmm. give the uh, give the ratings later. I kind of want to say it right now for this one, and then keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. I think this movie is this is where I don't know how much of it is skewed by like nostalgia, but for mm-hmm. me, this movie is a five. I'll give it a four and a half, just because I don't like I'm not in love with it as mm-hmm. much as you. I think I get, I'd, I'll give it a four four and a half. Yeah, I give it a strong four. Yeah, I like it though. I can understand why you like it so much. That come, it is really great. And all the all the all the characters, um, all the characters are just so rich. If that makes sense, yeah. I think my favorite my favorite is I don't know. I love the plant the guy who does the plant planting's voice so much. <laughs> I wish I, I could just, do a plankton voice. It's it's so try good. it try it. Not so. now. <laughs> not here. Not now. <laughs> No, but all the characters are like so rich, and they all all have these like great personalities that really play off each other. And like the thing where um, some characters are just in a lot of kids' movies, there's a lot of characters that are just one gag. You know what I mean? They're one thing, like they do one thing, and that's their joke for the whole movie. All the characters have like interact with each other and play off each other's personalities. I just find it really, really good. I feel that there's a few characters that are like one notes. Like I, I'd say Squidward in this movie is very one note. Yeah, he's a pretty small character though. Yeah, he's a pretty small yeah. character. And then you have some of the other characters that are kind of sidelined, like Sandy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, but yeah, Sandy, really the main Sandy was never a good character. You don't like Sandy? I, the Sandy like her. I, I, I don't like actively dislike her, but she was never, yeah, yeah. She was never like a stand out. very neutral feeling. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but like the fucking, I fucking love Plankton. I love Patrick. I love whenever, I love the shots whenever like it just solos on one of the characters like SpongeBob or Patrick. And it's like, just like showing them laughing or crying or like enjoying something. I always, I don't know. It still Yeah, like the zoom in shots of them just like, I, I love that so much. Yeah. I know this isn't really like practical, like useful. I just want to talk about some of the bits. Some yeah. of the bits this way I find just so funny. Like yeah. when they go to, when SpongeBob gets like drunk and hungover, off and <laughs> yeah. too much ice cream, gets, oh and then he like goes to him, and he like goes to confront Mr. Krabs, and he's like this like, drunk mess of like a five o'clock shadow, and like, you listen to here, Mr. Krabs, I got something to tell you. He looks so it's, like, disgusting. Yeah, he looks so disgusting. <laughs> So you didn't funny. you didn't get a lot of those like Ren and Stimpy like close up style shots yeah. in, in this movie, but like that, that sometimes like animation in that scene is, huh? It's so funny. They do that sometimes in the show, but not, not at all in the movie. Yeah, they don't do it in the movie, but he looks so disgusting in that scene. <laughs> it's so funny though, like how he's drunk and shit off ice cream. I was I also like in this like before that I also really like just the whole waiter joke. Yeah, waiter. the waiter's funny. <laughs> Later. Waiter. 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 
They just get they're just getting completely loaded. And then like how Neptune is like insecure about his like uh bald. his tinning, his tinning, his tinning. Bald. <laughs> bald. So, my this, is what I, this is what I mean. There are so many good bits in this movie. Like yeah. ever like almost every scene is like such a funny bit. Like there's yeah, so many so just funny movie, moments in the scene. It's it's just so like filled with comedy. Yeah. Like yeah. For me, as someone who likes to make jokes sometimes, I find this like so like I, I find myself like coming back to jokes like this so often. I, I just lo- I love this movie and I love the comedy so much. As a, as a joke connoisseur myself, I, I, joke connoisseur myself. This is basically like the dictionary of humor. <laughs> Precisely what I was going to say, chap. <laughs> nah, he's so good, the uh, Neptune and his daughter, Scarjo. Scarjo. She's great too. Like, why was she a character? Like, why was I, like why was Scarjo the actor? The character was essentially just like the motivation for them. No, I know, but like, why would they choose Scarlett Johansson? I feel like I don't know. She's just why, would they, why would they not? Like, what? Uh, what's your point here, Callum? What is Scarlett Johansson doing to o- in 04? Do you have something against Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett Johansson. little. What, what is it? Why? She's Speak, a great your mind. Speak your mind. There's nothing. I just wanted to say I have something wrong with <laughs> I'm looking at her like page now. She's in so many Avengers movies. I forgot oh, she's a good actor. You can't deny she's, she's a good, good she's actor. She's a good actor. Yeah, of course. Of course. She's oh, great. Of course. Yeah. I'm, I'd probably give my favorite performance of hers to, she was um, in Ghost to the Iron Man 2. <laughs> Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> but wait, what's oh, your... yeah, she's in Home Alone 3. I completely forgot about that. What's your she favorite performance in this he's movie? He's just not that into you. My favorite performance in this movie is probably Plankton. Mm. I did love Plankton. I like those hillbillies at the like the truck stop. <laughs> well, a beef mustard, and ketchup. I actually got traumatized by like what happens to them as a kid. They like their mouths. That fucked. Me. Yeah, he takes their mouths. They can't speak anymore. Dennis. Dennis, right. Dennis. Yeah, Dennis. Fucking Dennis. When he grows the mustache. What is man? Mustache just grows. My favorite, like, visual-looking segment is when they're they're singing with all the monsters about yeah, okay. n- about now that we're men. That's my favorite, just visual-looking segment. I love like the look of all of them. It's it's like yeah. the purple, yeah. kind of look of that whole segment. Yeah, it's like the the they're kind of like ghosts or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or something. I think yeah. they all look really cool. Yeah, they're neonish. Mm-hmm. The whole underwater part is so cool. And then the one you can see, like his insides. Oh yeah, and I also I think the blend of the live action with the animation is so done good. so well. I think this, that's the common so theme running through all three of our movies, like blending yeah. the animation. Yeah. And that. yeah, it's so good. That whole segment is great. So like they thought the, the submarine guy is the Cyclops, who's <laughs> they've been tell, been told about. It's also. And then I kind of found when they dried up and then turned into like a sponge and an actual starfish, kind of kind of scary. It's sad. It's one of the saddest things I've ever it's seen. It's sad. I, I I think it's sad, but like the moment that undercuts it is when like when it goes back to the because technically the plot of this movie is pirates are watching the movie. Yeah. So like it, no no in the in the moment where it, cut, it cuts back it, it it undercuts it in a good way where it cuts back to the pirates who are like hey what the hell happened 
Yeah. So it's not. So it's not just like a kid being like, wait, what? Scared. Yeah, they're not just like watching their like favorite character just like disintegrate into. That's kind of like it's kind of like disturbing how like I don't know. It is disturbing. So emotional. Decrepit they get before they like die. They're like singing one last thing together before they. When I was a kid, I never thought it was sad. I thought I thought it was sad. I never thought it was scary. I was like, oh. Like, it's kind of just, I don't know, I just, seeing Patrick look like an actual starfish is kind of, like, weird to me. It's so, it's so frightening. It's, it's so like the one weird. episode where they go on to land, though. But even then, yeah. they do that yeah. in one episode. I've always thought the whole, for some reason, I always thought the whole vibe of, like, uh, the show was kind of, like, unsettling at points. Like, there's there's something about the show in certain like scenes or just segments that like make me feel uneasy i have no idea why i think because i watched oh, yeah. ren and stimpy like nothing really disturbed me as much as ren and stimpy it's not even like disturbing like, the... it's just this feeling of like uneasiness i have no idea why maybe it's because i was so disturbing but like remember that uh remember the uh the episode where like patrick becomes like a gorilla <laughs> Or like that oh, gorilla yeah, suit yeah, comes yeah. up, like beats him off. Like that was a bit of a scary episode, you know? Yeah, yeah. They didn't mess around. I think it's good for like kids to watch that stuff, though. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I found the the thing with like the tear. That was kind of wholesome. It's so it's so wholesome. It's... I fucking loved it. And then all the other fish and the and the crabs and whatnot and the mariachi band. And then as as a kid. Whenever I'd go to like uh like a beach and I'd be in the water, I'd like do my steps like the cyclops did underwater. I'd feel so cool doing it. That's so funny. This was a weird ass kid, Luca. <laughs> you just want SpongeBob. You like lived your life as if you were a SpongeBob character. <laughs> He's not really a character. He's not he's really like a character. He's like a plot device. But I love when they I, spray the glue in his face, and he like even though he's wearing like a big helmet, he's like. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's funny, but it's also terrifying because like, what does he look like without the helmet on? Yeah, what's like a guy? For a while, I thought he was going to be David Hasselhoff. <laughs> I hadn't watched it for a long time, and I couldn't remember. That could be a theory, where it, it was actually David Hasselhoff the whole time. Yeah, and then he has like a change of heart. He's like, "Let me get out of this. There's glue all over my suit." He's running down the beach. I can say, I think the best thing my eyes ever witnessed on this earth is David Hasselhoff's chest plates uh, <laughs> <laughs> opening up. Separating. Talk about a man. Talk about a man. He's like, open up like he's like a transformer. So, and then Spongebob and Patrick like, sit into the hole in his chest and he like, shoots them into <laughs> Oh my he god. shoots them into Bikini Bottom. So good. And they they're just in time to save him. So I don't good. think there's anything else left to say, except for I think we need to talk about the ending song. Mm-hmm. I think we just need to mention it that it happened. It is a thing like, that doesn't it, happen. It, that does happen, yeah. As a kid, that was like my that was the the moment that I like rewind and watch over and over again. I don't I don't know why I think I, I don't know if I thought it was a good song or it, I think it was just like a good moment. But that's such a whole like. It's such a hilarious scene. He's like, so funny. What the scallop? And then he like breaks out in the song, and then like flies into the air this as this peanut wizard like and like zaps and like zaps everyone with like his magic powers. And then Patrick is wearing like these long, like, like big black high heel boots and like long black fishnet stockings. I, 
Jeez. I think and then you're like <laughs> so I, funny. I think the reason you watched it over and over is just because you liked how Patrick looks, Colin. <laughs> I think we're all coming to that conclusion. You you covered the like the the top half of the screen. <laughs> well your mom walked in and you like shut it off immediately. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how you oh got into cleaning the casting couch. <laughs> that was the that was the seed that was planted. You should you should end the segment by singing the Goofy Goober song. Yeah. End the segment. <laughs> you know what I mean? For for the fans. I don't like so this is like the the moment. This is like the the mo- the the music in between breaks. Come, what are you waiting for? Yeah, what the fuck are you? It's like you're stalling for the third time in a row now. I'll, I'll sing it if we all sing it together. That's the only. That's the only room. You gotta do it together then. I mean, no, let's say we'll do it together, but if we don't. Okay. All right. So I guess we're gonna be coming back with Lego Movie. Right yeah, after this. Movie, yeah. Lego Movie. Everything is awesome. Are you gonna cut stuff out, or do you wanna just go to it? Haha, <laughs> ha, you like Lego movies. <laughs> you like Lego movies, simp. He says that? <laughs> no, we should have kept that in. Hey. Oh. I'll just I'll put that in. Yeah, just edit. We're not, we're, we already ever, started. It's so my Lego movie. We're talking about Lego movie. Lego about, movie. Like, the first one, by the way. I haven't seen the second one. Yeah, the first I haven't seen the second one either. I'm just kind of scared to see it. Then just don't see it. Yeah, true. I could do that. I have that option. <laughs> Introduce your movie, so, Paul King. This fucking movie, man. I fucking love this movie so much. Top 10 for me. Top 10 movies. It's amazing. If you guys don't like it, I'm going to be crushed. So I need to know right now. You guys go first. Of course. Of course I like this movie. This movie. Okay. This is. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I should say. Uh, like Out of all three movies, SpongeBob is my least favorite. And this is my second favorite. I, I really I I just really love this the messages of this movie and just like I love how much obviously this is this isn't really a thing of the it's movie. It's very though. similar messages to the ones that are in SpongeBob though. Yeah. Like, but I just I love what it means to yourself. I love what this movie reminds me of in terms of my childhood and I love what it makes me think back to and I just I just really I really, really like this movie. It's amazing. Cal? Yeah, for me, I mean, I like it. <laughs> Here we go again. I don't think it's great, but I like it. Calm. Do you want to? want to elaborate? Do you want to leave, Calm? Elaborate. Uh, no, I'll say. I think just for me, the main thing with the movie is like I understand that it's a kids' movie. It's so like the messaging doesn't have to be that like, like doesn't have to be super like in depth and like complex. But even in this movie, it feels like especially like very obvious what it is. What do you mean? I, I I understand that in Paddington they do the same thing, but it's like, like the point of the movie is like what the movie's about. It's not like there's no like subtext or like hidden. Paddington has a lot of like, subtext. No, it definitely has a lot of subtext. Both this and Paddington have a lot of subtext. It's know. like taking the idea of Lego and then using it as the like so you can satire like everything. Yeah, I get that. That's like it's like the tool that showcases what the movie's about. It just yeah. feels like I feel like with that, and also I don't find it that funny, really. I don't think you don't find it funny. Not really. I, I I think I definitely find this a lot funnier because of nostalgia. Yeah, because I watched it when it came out, and 
I don't remember finding it super funny as a kid. Like I don't remember. I, I remember watching it, but I don't. I, I didn't really have any strong feelings about it. Yeah. I think this, the thing that stands out the most more than the other two movies is the animation. Like this is a really well animated movie. I love it. I would say this is one of my favorite animated movies ever. Yeah. One of the best animated movies ever. And for me, it's like even if it's not, it's not still laugh out loud funny. I still just that doesn't detract from my enjoyment yeah. of it at all. And I still find it doesn't really need to be. And I still find the jokes like amusing. Like it still just yeah. makes you like smile throughout. Yeah. Well, I, I well. For me, the reason I love it so much is because I fucking loved Lego as a kid. Mm. Like, I have so many Legos. Exact same here. But the main thing is, like, all the other kids that had Legos had the sets and, like, the instructions and all the, like, the stuff. So, like, this movie is literally my life. <laughs> right? Yeah. All the kids had the instructions and all the sets, and they could buy all the Star Wars shit whenever it came out. I couldn't. I had, like, a bunch of, like used i had a lot of lego but it was all used lego from other people mm-hmm. yeah i mean from like friends and people had grown out of it and given it to me yeah so i would literally like go ask kids in my school for the instructions and then build my own sets from like the instructions but with my own pieces mm-hmm. so like i would always li- I, like bro the plot of the movie is my life from six to ten years old so like <laughs> oh that's really awesome so like I don't know. I just really love this movie and um, fucking love the animation. And I would always make uh, stop motion animations. I still like have a bunch of them. Adding this in, you're not gonna run this podcast moving around, Luca. Well, Seymour, I made it despite your directions. Ah, Superintendent Chalmers, welcome. I, I can stop this ready. recording, by the way. I'm, I can just stop. <laughs> this can oh. just end. I can end this. So I think you better tread lightly. <laughs> My roast is ruined. I I can just cut that out, or do you want me to not cut yeah. it out? No, cut this all. No, I it's just no, cut it out. It's nothing. <laughs> you don't want to listen to this, Luca. Here, man, you can listen to it afterwards and judge yourself. Okay. Okay, let's Sorry get where that. we left off. We're I talking did. about. Yeah. I, was like, I remember I was in. <laughs> we were quiet for so long. <laughs> I was in math class. Sorry, we had technical difficulties. Sorry, like, <laughs> I don't know where it cut out, so like I apologize. I was in. It was math like mid sentence. I was in math class. He was in math class. Math and class, the trailer yeah. for this movie came out, and me and my friend Marcus cried. We watched the trailer like ten times because, like, I was like the school, like I was like the computer kid, like I was the mm-hmm. one who like was able to use the computer for the class and do all the yeah. things on the computer. So then I just sat by the computer, watched the trailer like ten times. And I found it so funny. And I was just quoting it all day. Aww. I fucking love this movie. Love the animation. Love everything mm. about it. I think the message is fire. And yeah. I kind of want to do the same thing Callum did and give the ratings and then go from there. Is that cool? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I would definitely give this movie a five. Four and a half. Four and a half? Hmm. I don't know what I'd give this. Callum gives it like a free, free and a half. Three, three and a half. I was gonna say like two. Three and a half, four, maybe. Three and a half, four? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll buy it. I think the animation is what really saves it. I'll buy that for a dollar. I'll buy that that for a dollar. (laughs) The live action segment towards towards the climax makes me emotional, unironically. No, I love it so good. Yeah. And how everything is actually built in like real life and stuff like that. It actually makes me like emotional. 
fucking love it. And the whole portal effect, like it's kind of like 2001-esque, but yeah. with Legos, it's so cool. Oh my goodness. I, I can't help but love this movie, you know? It's just amazing. Like, again, there's just, there's just something so genuine and just like feel good and happy about this movie to mm-hmm. me. Both from like a nostalgia point of view and just like an objective point of view looking at the movie now, ignoring my childhood. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I will. I hear. I'll do a little like plot thing. So yeah, yeah. I haven't really explained anything. The Lego Movie takes place in. Well, it starts in the city of Bricksburg, but it's kind of like this Lego world, and the controlled by this evil dude, seemingly evil, Lord Business, <laughs> uh, or President Business, and the main character is Emmett Brukowski, who is a construction worker in the city so he essentially builds everything you see in the whole city of uh bricksburg and on one day in his normal life he falls down this weird mysterious mysterious hole in a construction site and after touching it he gets this piece stuck to his back and then he becomes like the chosen one and then he meets uh wild style who rescues him from uh president businesses like clutches and then he has to become with uh this wizard dude he has to become the master builder so he's essentially yeah it's like a chosen one story you know your harry potters your star wars mm-hmm. but it's in lego form so the whole movie is this kind of like thing about defying conventions and um being yourself and like just being creative which i think is the coolest thing about the movie so throughout the whole yeah. movie he has to learn about how to think for himself because his whole life he's been just up cog in like the huge machine that present business has made. And yeah, he just has to like learn and fulfill the prophecy that uh, Morgan Freeman's character talks about. And yeah, it's just fucking amazing. There's a bunch of cool characters. There's um, Benny, the space dude. There's Batman who's fucking sick in this movie. Vitrivius and Wildstyle, like I already said. There's Bad Cop. I fucking Bad Cop is my favorite. Bad Cop is so good. Liam Neeson, so good. There's uh Nick Offerman plays uh Metal Beard and Unikitty is played by Alison Brie. And it's just this cool kind of cast of characters that are pulled from every side of the like uh Lego I don't know what you would call it, like Lego world, because like Lego has access to all these different companies. So you see these things where it's like the different worlds Lego has, like it has like a medieval world, and then it has that thing called Cloud City. Mm-hmm. It's fucking, it's just fucking amazing. When, yeah. when I when I was like when when I first saw it, my favorite character was Benny. Oh, Benny's so good, and his house helmet's broken. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the things they do with the animation. They have little smudges and cracks and like imperfections on the Lego pieces. How like it would be if you like stop motion animated the movie. It's so, I remember even, like, I had an argument with someone in middle school where they were like, no, it was stop motion. And I was like, no, it was, it, it, does, it doesn't mean it's less cool, but it was, like, computer effects made to look like stop motion. And they were like, no, you're just wrong. No, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, because it literally looks like stop motion. Exactly. Lego, you know how, like, Lego video games, things kind of moved how Lego couldn't actually move? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, like, bent it. it those, those games look so ugly. Yeah. No, I don't think they look ugly. I don't think they look... I think, like, a lot of the older ones, like Indiana Jones and Harry Potter, don't look so great. But I think, like, Lego Batman looks pretty good still. Yeah. Yeah. Calm, what are you but, doing? But, like, in this, Lego 
only does what it can actually do. Yeah. So all the characters have to move in the way that their position, like how actually like many figures are made and they can, they, they kind of jump in like this weird way because they couldn't really jump naturally because they can't bend their legs mm-hmm. and like stuff like little things like that. Like there's the animation is just so detailed. That's what I really admire about uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Cause they, they really understand like how crazy of a medium animation is. Yeah. And they can really take it places. Like I know they wrote uh, Spider-Man, the Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, which is great for its animation. Mm. Stuff like that. And they really like just take it to like a whole other level. I would argue this is one of the best animated movies ever. I think I'd agree, honestly. Yeah. It's fucking great. And then you have the you have two really good funny cameos from um Twenty One Jump Street, Channing Tatum, yeah. Jonah Hill, or Superman and Green Lantern. <laughs> Yeah, it's just fucking great. It's good. So, it's good yeah, yeah, sorry. No, just, this is good. It's really Fuck. fucking good. Great movie. Calm, is there like any other aspects that like bring it down for you? Or is it just like I don't I don't think when I say I don't love I like I still like the movie. I think it's like a it's obviously very well made. It's just the things that like bring it down for me. I just don't find like parts of it very interesting. It's just kinda like I don't know how to describe it. I don't find the I don't know. I think maybe you guys are more attached to it than I am. I think, yeah, probably, it's probably more to do with nostalgia. I I think you're just a hater. <laughs> yeah, probably. If I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I think that's the issue here. I may not think we need to discuss this after the pod about what we need to do. <laughs> off, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll, talk, we'll have an intervention off pod. <laughs> Especially after the next segment. Yeah. So then one of the things, the beat I like one of the beats I love most in this movie is when Vitruvius says that he made up the prophecy. Yeah. I think that's such an incredible beat because it, it, it becomes like anybody can be, anybody can be the hero of this story as long as you're yourself and like you're creative, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know, I found that such an important message, you know what I mean? Because yeah. then it made also like the part where Wild Style wants to all the names in this movie are so funny <laughs> wild style emmett bukowski you and a kitty but yeah like wild style like even though she wanted to be the the prophecy doesn't really matter you know what i mean yeah and um i fucking love all the arcs like um in this movie there's in um in spongebob there is like plankton's kind of like the bad guy but he's still kind of lovable you know what i mean and in this mm-hmm. movie, the two bad guys are um, good cop, bad cop. Well, I guess bad cop and um, uh, uh, Lord Business. And in the end, they're, he's kind of like redeemed, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And good cop. I, you, do you guys like how like good cop has like the face yeah. in the middle? It's so funny. <laughs> That's a, a cool movie. effect. I, I, I like it a lot when they use like effects like that. That's like within the medium of it being Lego, where they reference yeah. that and have it, like, be a part of the, the joke World. of the story. Or, yeah. like, you know, or they had, is it Vitruvius, who's the, the wizard, and they had him flying around, try, like, holding him up on a very obvious piece of string. <laughs> yeah. So good. Because it's, like, it's, oh, sorry. I'll cut that out. My bad. <laughs> Keep it in. Uh, it's, like, it's, like, it could be animated by a kid in, like, their bedroom, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know, just, it's I don't know, so cool. 
just great movie. Yeah. There's not a lot to say about it. It's just a solid ass movie. Exactly. Some movies were just not much to say, but this is yeah. great. It's fucking good as shit. But yeah, we can go to the next one if you guys want. I was kind of shorter. <sighs> All right. Well, looks like we've. <sighs> okay, wait. Before we go, is my mic okay? Because I switched my mic. Yeah, it's like it's okay. Good, yeah. Okay. It's good. Okay, good. Right. Okay. So, I guess I, I'll just introduce it, right? And we're yeah. back. And we're and back. Alright. This next and final movie for this episode is unironically a perfection of the family movie genre. A deep full of subtext commentary on a lot of problems both in Great Britain and worldwide. And also a movie about an adorable little bear who loves his marmalade. This is of course none other than Paddington 2 by visionary auteur director Paul King. Um, like we did with previous movies, except this time I'm just gonna get rating out of the way. This is a five-star movie, unironically. I hate that I have to say unironically, but I feel like I have to. I've had conversations where I'm like, I love Paddington, and they're all like, oh, you're joking, right? No. I think this movie is actually perfect. I think this is one of the best like family movies I've ever seen. I think it's so, so just heartwarming, sad, but also so beautiful. I think it's so perfect at capturing like this genuine child, like just happiness and wonder. And sort of like the way I kind of thought of the world when I was like at a young, younger age in like middle school. It's like when I watch this movie, it gives me the exact same sort of just like warm, cozy feeling as if I was like watching, as if I were, as if I were watching it when I was younger. And I also think this movie is also just like really good because of its like commentary and like subtext and how like. First of all, this movie has such a good portrayal of, like, the prison system and, like, humanizing prisoners. And I think that's just really important. And I think that's really good that this movie does that. Because it could have gone, like, a cable guy route or, like, a route that just makes prison look like everyone there is, like, these, like, evil, like, cartoony people. And then I also think this, uh, this movie is also just, like, obviously a sort of, like, response to, like, Brexit, what was happening at the time. And sort of just more sort of global stuff going on around like hatred, and this movie is just sort of this like I I I actually say Paddington too is this like an anti hate movie. I think this movie is incredible. It made me cry. It made me it warmed my heart. I think it's one of the best things ever. How is this movie anti Brexit? Could you go into that? Well, because I just I feel like, um, I'm trying to remember right now because I feel like there's the whole thing with like all like all like the like the annoying sort of like people in like Paddington's like neighborhood like the what's the guy's name I think it's Peter Capaldi's the actor's name um 
honestly, right now I'm trying. I'm trying to think about it. It's not that I don't think it's in there. It's just that I'm having difficulty thinking about that specific point right now and bringing up stuff to back it up. I know. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand Brexit. I'm not like mm-hmm. up to date on it, so I don't know. But if I if I if I can remember at some point, I'll definitely bring it up again. My bad. Okay. okay. That's cool. I like this movie. <laughs> I like this movie, but <laughs> I think it's a good movie. But um. I just think I don't really I think Paddington is charming. I just don't think his like what happens to him, anything that happens to him is like kind of undeserved, I think. Because when in like I don't know, his whole thing everything that happens to him in this movie just kinda happens to him, but not for any good reason. I kinda liked in the start when he was like oh, I need to get this book for my aunt and I'm going to go work for it. And he did. But then he just gets like thrown in jail just like cuz. Like he didn't do anything. Well, just because he didn't deserve it doesn't mean it's like. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is like that that kind of thing keeps just ha- like the, what he doesn't really. I think in the end when the, the prisoners come back, that's like a thing that happened to him that he deserved. But before that, everything that was happening to him was just kind of, like, non-related to, like, his arc as a character, if that makes sense. Like, he just went to prison because, but he was already a hard worker. And, like, it wasn't like he was scared of all the prisoners before and he had to learn to, like, respect them as people or something like that. He already respected them. He he went up to, like, the scariest guy in prison and was friends with him right but off it's the like, it, But then it's not you know really I mean? more about his character, more about how his character changes the people around him. Yeah, it's about how you can have an influence on the world. Yeah, not just about how his character can be changed. I, but I don't know something about that is like, I under like I understand that, but a lot of the characters in the, um, a lot of the characters that like were interacted with him. That's why I like the ending a lot, like when the, like the prisoners yeah. come back and help him. But a lot of the characters that are like in between are are really for me are really one note. I think besides the cook, all the characters are like one thing. I, besides the cook and the really? main villain. All the other characters are very one note. Yeah, because like the dad, his one thing is like he doesn't believe Paddington, and then there's a callback in the end to like him throwing the ball, and like I didn't really see any other characters. Like the the kid, he's don't like, tell me you ever follow with Jonathan Brown in his steam trains. <laughs> I like it, but it's one thing. That's like that's his whole thing, the whole movie, and then and then like it is it is funny. It is funny. I won't I won't say it's not funny, but it is like. All the characters are very one note, and then I think I Patton, I like Paddington. He's really charming, but I just can't really resonate with him that much. He doesn't really learn anything. You know what I mean? And maybe it's because I haven't seen the first Paddington. Oh wait, no, I did see the first Paddington, but I kind of forget it. And maybe that's where a lot of like my disattachment to him is coming from. You know what I mean? I don't mean to hate on this movie. It's a charming I, movie. I like here like, the I, way you're I, said the way you just said that. It sounds like you're like looking at Luca's reaction, and he's like has this big scowl on his face. I have a gun pointed at you as we speak. No, no, no! I, no, I like it. I like it. I like it. And I okay. Also, I like the mom. He's so he's good. Great. I think after I think all the characters like he's even great. even if they can border on being one note, I still think they're like three dimensional and like realistic. I don't really think there wasn't there wasn't a character in this movie that I like wasn't. Um, like amused by or like disinterested in or even yeah. like I thought was like fake I thought even though it is a family movie and there's stuff like not realistic stuff I guess that happens it was still 
No, I have no problem with like the real. It's a bear. It's, it's like a bear. Yeah. It's like a bear, and I love how everybody just acts like panicked. Mm-hmm. It's just normal, you know. Oh, look at this yeah. bear! And I like that. I don't know something about it. I just feel not attached from. I like. I feel a disattachment from paddington as a character so it just makes me like not really mm-hmm. resonate with the movie i think one of the things you're you know looking I mean? for is a way to like see yourself in paddington in a way as that feel like like that's like that's the the growth of the characters throughout the movie but i think i think what this main movie the point is it's a very like you can tell it's based off of old like kids books because that kind of thing where in each book the character is essentially the same things happen to him but the character doesn't change much it's how mm-hmm. he affects the situation mm-hmm. it's about like how you mm-hmm. as an individual can have an effect on the people around you and like what you exactly. mean to them and how you can influence people. Just like that's, the, power... that's the main way I saw the movie. Yeah, and I, I agree with Callum. It's like the power of like human decency, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And like how much that can change in, in the surroundings. Okay, yeah. Do you, do you got, can you like give me like a little reminder of what happens in the first Paddington? So the first Paddington I never is. Saw. Oh, so Paddington is living. <laughs> Oh no! It, it's upsetting because Paddington, Paddington is living with his aunt Lucy, and um, his uncle uh, Pastuzo, and then after Pastuzo. it's oh, and then after an unfortunate incident, he is shipped over to London to start to start anew, and then he, through one thing or another, meets up with the family we see in this movie, and then what happens is in that movie, Nicole Kidman is, like, trying to hunt down Paddington and, like, kill him. Because <laughs> that's... Like... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, now I Because the whole thing is that, like, uh, un- his uncle, uh, Pastuzo, was friends of, like, a hunter. And then Nicole Kidman is, like, uh, the daughter or something of that hunter. But Nicole Kidman, like, uh-huh. thinks that... uncle. If I remember correctly, I think it's, like, Nicole Kidman thinks Pastuzo killed her father or something like that. So he's trying to, like... Uh-huh go for Paddington because of that, and it's because, like, she's a crazy, like, hunter woman who's all about, like, getting, like, exotic animals and shit. Oh, okay. I love this okay. movie, man. F- thank oh, you. Yeah. Thank you, Callum. I was, I was nervous yeah. beforehand that you, you, know, you weren't gonna like it, but I'm really happy you do. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't also... I, I didn't... I found, um, um... What's his name was really good. Oh, fuck. Wait, Hugh Grant? Let me just Google it really quickly. Hugh Grant was yeah. so good. Hugh Grant he's was so great. good. And I, I thought um his scene when he's like explaining the his like evil villain plan, but yeah. he's <laughs> between all his characters. This movie's Fuck, actually really like so good. funny to me. The post credit scene is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's I, I, there's some funny moments in this movie. I don't think it's as funny as SpongeBob, but I think it's a lot more like sweet. Yeah, I don't think it's as funny as the others. I yeah. I actually. It's more charming. It's like very charming, and it it makes you like, um, exactly like smile and grin. I I don't think there's any like really. And the presentation is actually like really just well done. Like it, I think it just looks really really yeah. nice, and the cinematography is actually like good yeah. too, and like everything. Is, mm-hmm. is the action scene at the end? The whole prison bit reminded me of Grand Budapest. Yeah, true. Because the the pink before or after. Basically, I this definitely is just hit it after. The better. Um, in the in in the scene at the end when like when the mom goes to save Paddington from the water, yeah. is that a reference to uh, Shape of Water? Because it really looks <laughs> like it. Like that I, moment I, when they're both like I in the water looking at each other. I think it well, is. I wouldn't be surprised. I, when, when did Shape of Water come out? 
I, I checked. It came out like a like a few weeks after. So I don't know how they would have done it. Otherwise, like I don't know how they would have done it. I, I like, like the same actor, so maybe I think they would have been like. I like to think it is. Del Toro. And <laughs> I like to think it is just a happy coincidence, though. That'd it feels like point. so similar though that like the one yeah. shot of them like looking at each other. It looks like I think it is a reference. I'm sticking with that. Or maybe Ship of Water just copied this movie. Yeah, there's just fucking thieves and scumbags. Yeah. This movie feels very Wes Anderson though. But better. I was gonna say it feels very it's British. This is a very yeah. British movie. Yeah, everything about it is very like it is a very British thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I found funny? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which one? Yeah. The one who was with the nuns. Oh, right. And the yeah. guy snuck in as a nun. I, yeah. When I first watched this, I actually like cried when Aunt Lucy showed up at the end. You cried? I cried. I'm not kidding you. I, I no, love... I thought you were super sweet. I thought the opening was super opening nice. Was and then, like, so the sad. With, like the picture book. I and the, love yeah, this little fucking it. bear and his marmalade so much. And like, I get what you're saying, Emmanuel. <laughs> But even though I can't really, mm-hmm. I can actually I can kind of relate to stuff. What in terms of like him like feeling like, uh, like separated from like his family and, and shit. But I even like even I don't entirely relate to him. I still love this little bear, this little boy so much, mm-hmm. and I constantly like want him to just. I want only good things to happen to him, and it destroys me every time something bad happens to him. And I felt yeah. his fucking pain. When one thing I want to say, I can't tell if I love or hate the voice actor for Paddington. Oh my god! <laughs> what? No, I do not like it. I'm gonna be honest. I don't like him. He sounds like he's 24. I, years I old. think it suits. I don't know. Like in, in certain I times, I, I like it when I, when I think of like, what am I going to do for Paddington's like, birthday? Is supposed to be in like human years. I I don't know. I don't know what bear age is like, but. I I think he sounds so like pure and just like like wholesome. It's just like there's just like there's some like quality. It's like a timber in his voice. It, it's his voice is like a man's voice. What? <laughs> yeah, he he. How old is he supposed to be? Like how old is Patty's book? Oh, okay. This is another thing I wanted to say. I just like make like. I assume in the in the first Paddington, it's kind of like a fish out of water story, kind of yeah. almost. Like, I understand, like, okay, he's a fish out of water, but he's kind of just okay. stupid sometimes. You're taking it a bit I th- far. <laughs> I think he's just, like, a lovable idiot. I'm not sure about stupid. You're, you're, you're taking no, it a bit far. Because, wait, 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 wait. I think he is emotionally intelligent, and I really like it. That's why I find him so charming. But sometimes he makes little mistakes that I just, like, it, it kind of feels like, okay, the, the main thing for me is when he goes to prison. Like, how he gets, like, framed or whatever. I don't, I don't know, something about that Yeah, made me feel like it was like a manipulated. I, I, I know I, what you mean I, in that sense. I can't agree. I, I don't know about manipulated, but it didn't feel, it didn't feel like completely word. justified. Stupid was a strong word, I apologize. It doesn't feel huh? like completely justified that he's in prison, because I wouldn't just like... Yeah. And I, it is a very like plot thing, and I felt kind of like manipulated in that part. Like I felt sad that he was going to prison, but I felt like it wasn't earned like... or something like that. Because it was kind of like, it was like, he did this really nice thing for everybody and saved up to go to his aunt, and then for no then Would you have rather he did something, like, bad? No, not, like, bad, but I don't, like, I, I don't really like the idea of, like, having to, like, when I critique a movie, like, having to pitch the other version of it I like. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I don't like this version of it, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't think, stupid was definitely a strong word, I said I said stupid, 
But um, I don't know. I feel like some of the like he's very emotionally intelligent, but then some of the things like that happened to him seemed very like it just like especially that just seemed like it was manipulating me. If that made sense. And I think it's also me not having watched the first movie, so I don't fully understand his character, which is probably a big problem with me not like loving this movie, but or not remembering the first movie because I did watch it. But yeah, I don't know. Something about that like made me kind of uneasy about his character from like the get go. If that makes sense. It makes sense. You guys but don't agree. I with don't that? relate. Okay. Yeah. I think that's where it kind of like that's where I kind of like disconnected mm-hmm. from him, if that makes sense in that moment. Because I really liked when he like went and cleaned everybody's windows. Yeah, and I, 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 super I, cute and funny. You do think what? Yes, you cut out. Kyle. They have the montage of him like making up the money and like doing the work, and then it's like he goes to jail, and then it feels like the transition. Or it was like more justified or something. There's something yeah. they could have done. I'm not sure what it is. It's kind of a mine. It's a minor poem for me. Yeah. Other than that, I really like this movie. This, is, this yeah. is kind of unrelated, but the actor who plays um the the prison cook. He's he's great. Yeah, he's in, in an upcoming right? limited series. He's playing Donald Trump. What? <laughs> That's, so That's like funny. the oddest casting choice. I would have never imagined that in my life. So yeah, I think this is funny. I'm, I can kind of... But what? I wish... I don't... If, if I checked... Because like Paul King, he was. I think he was going to make a Willy Wonka movie. But I think that's kind of been just like production hell. And, I, and there hasn't been any updates so for, to like a Paddington Free. So I'm kind of worried. Because I do, I do want to see a Paddington Free. As much as I, as much as I, can easily do as much as I love Paddington one and two, and think they're like, I think Paddington two is perfect. I still think it could benefit from like another movie, especially by Paul King, because I think he knows his shit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's so many movies there. This is a super well directed movie. Yeah. It's really pretty. Mm-hmm. So, do you guys want to give your ratings? Yeah. You go first. Okay, um, three, three and a half. Hurt. Sorry. Um, for me, there's no reason this shouldn't be a five. I love yes! Five? Yes! Yeah. So don't Yay! Hugh Grant's the funniest character. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Yay! You're... How could you? You're like, I'm the Calvin, villain. you are not forgiven for Cable Guy. <laughs> What's your rating, Luca? Let me guess. Yes. Five? One. It's like, <laughs> whoa. It's like I hated the movie Even conning us, he actually hates the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Got him. It's five. What else? Yeah, I fooled you. Fooled you. <laughs> yeah, obviously it's a five. I mean, obviously not. Like... Let me be clear. Paddington 2 was a five. <laughs> Let me be clear. Paddington 2. Is a part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think by the time that's it. I think by the time this is out, the next episode should be our Ghibli one finally. So be on the, yeah, be on be on the through production hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it it's like it's like the Princess Kaguya. 
Uh, not the Monty Python, the... The, the, the Don Quixote. <laughs> Don Quixote. Oh, I think it makes more sense to compare it to Princess Kaguya. If I'm being honest. But yeah, yeah. so Close be on the lookout for that coming soon. And uh, keep your eyes peeled. Let me be clear.